0: Hey, fellow neighbors, Brian here from Neighbors Don't Knock. We just want to take a moment to thank you for subscribing to the podcast wherever you listen, or even on YouTube. If you haven't, go ahead and click that notification bell so you never miss an episode. New episodes will drop every Friday with great guests and lots of fun. Now enjoy part two of Why Martial Arts. It's not slower
1: like they're slow, but like they're just taking their time because, you know, they'll say hi, they'll... They're they're pushing their cart through. Like I wasn't used to the. It, it felt slow to me. I was like, "Would oh, this uh-huh. person move? Go,
0: go." That's like, interesting to hear you say that because I mean, well, I guess I guess we do move a little slower here. But it's a
2: good thing you didn't choose Florida then because that is island time it, all the time. I was about to it say, felt unbearable for a while.
0: I was say I and when I went overseas recently, like everything felt even slower over there. I felt, you know. <laughs> and you're saying that we're slow. Here. But you don't realize how like <laughs> panicked you are.
1: Like when you're living in California or New York or something, it, it, that is actually that speed that you want is actually just like anxiety or like panic. Like you're just constantly like come on, come on, come on, come on. It's it's better. Like it took me a while to get used to it, but I feel better at kind of maybe a little slower speed.
2: Breathe a little bit. Yeah, a yeah, little I bit. Like
0: well, I I do want to I do want to ask your opinion on on a little bit of some pop culture uh phenomenon because okay. it deals with your Area of expertise, Uh, you know, Cobra Kai that has resurfaced. Obviously, we because we brought up Karate Kid earlier. Yep. Uh, one, are you a fan? Which one? Both,
1: yeah. I'll just say, well, well, I'll
0: say, but well, uh, I think I
1: have different things to say about each one. Karate Kid is so 80s. I, I wasn't alive in the 80s, so I mean.
0: If if you like any type of great martial arts type of thing, Karate Kid is just unAmerican. If you don't like Karate Kid at all, I don't know. I mean, I but, still quote
1: <laughs> Mr. Miyagi to my students. Like, there's things that he said in that movie that are are, are just good forever. They're, those are evergreen. Like, is
0: it wax on, wax off? No, um, <laughs> no, no,
1: it's not. Wax on, wax off comes up when I'm teaching my leadership <laughs> students how to clean the mirrors. <laughs> I like that. (laughs) That's about it, though. Or when I'm telling him, like, we're going to do a benefit. Like, we're going to clean the cars for charity. (laughs) Something like that. Wax on, wax off. Um, But no, he has some, I mean, first time you, first time me is something, you know, I say all the time. Like, especially we're, we're just developing like a tournament team right now. And, you know. They have lots of questions, and I'm like, "Well, first time you, first time me. We're we're starting this together."
0: Well, I'm I'm glad that you like. I'm, I'm glad that you're a fan. I mean, we're because yeah. we're, we're big fans, and uh, you know, we both like Cobra Kai. I I watched it sure. prior to Philip, <laughs> and I remember I remember I told you I was like, "Man, you got it. You got to check it out." I was like, "It's just, it's ridiculous." Yeah,
2: my wife and I wound up binge watching Cobra Kai. Yeah, like we just we just didn't sleep for about two weeks so we can get through all of it. Yeah, you so literally
0: He goes, I was like. I'm so exhausted. I think we were gonna record one day, and you're like, "I'm so exhausted." Ask me why, and I'm like, "I was like, dude, I, I don't, I don't want to ask you that." I was like, "I was like, what in, are you, what in, are you gonna tell me?" He's in like, terms
1: <laughs> of Cobra Kai, I kind of wanna, I don't want to go down a huge rabbit hole, but I don't know if you know this, but like, I one of my, like, I double majored. One of my degrees was in theater and playwriting, so. I felt like the writing on Cobra Kai seasons like 1, 2 and maybe 3 was just so good.
0: Yeah, like, I
1: I agree. 4 and 5 you could feel them running out of concepts and I lost interest in, instantly, but especially season 1 and 2, I think I watched it two or three times. Like the writing was so tight.
0: See, I I think well, I'm with you on season 1 and 2. I thought 3 to me was, to when, three, yeah. was when it started to get ridiculous. I mean, after the, the high school <laughs> like brawl At the end, I think that was the end of season two. Yeah, like after that, I was kind of like, "I'm gonna keep watching." I mean, I was hooked, so I was gonna keep watching. But the karate was good on that on
1: that aspect too. The writing was good, and also from a karate person, and also they filmed in the Valley. I saw, oh, that's Sherman Oaks, that's Reseda Boulevard. That like for me, I was like, you know, member berries all over the place. Like that was great for me to. It felt like Karate Kid. I don't, I don't know exactly. Maybe I think some of it was filmed because I've been there. Um, but yeah, they did,
0: they did filming in Hawaii and and parts of of California, but like
1: I could definitely tell in Cobra Kai, I was like, that is the Valley that is Valley karate. Like it felt very Valley to me. That was cool. cool.
2: I, I, I think that for the first couple of seasons, they really tried hard to make sure that all the nostalgia points really hit right they got the 80s right yeah. they got the all the nods of the first three movies right but better than something like uh,
1: like some of the newer star wars movies that have tried to like re- bring back some of the 80s stuff i don't feel like did it right like they were just like see you know this a millennium falcon you know that right? well they yeah. they the thought Cobra that Kai things like actually for put themselves. like a cool arc on a, a character that was the bad guy right and then they they made a good character arc, I think.
0: Well, I, I don't think they tried to rely on the base characters as like as much from the previous movies. I mean, you brought up Star Wars, and I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Yeah, but I, let's go. I I agree that they guy. just kind of threw out like they're they're just kind of like oh here you go this is the you, you should you should love this because you loved it then instead of Not a kind good of story. Building. yeah. So I mean, I enjoyed. All of them in some senses, but they weren't, like you said, I, I, I'm i with you on that. But I, I think what, in my opinion, with the Cobra Kai stuff, uh, my question for you, first of all, I, I think 1 and 2, they did a great job with all that, yeah. and I, I think bringing back all the old characters the way they did and integrated them into the story not that's just great. saying we're going to bring them back i good think writing. they did a great job with yeah. that. that
1: writer's room i want to give them a round of applause
2: yeah yeah
0: for sure which yeah which is rare to say the actor- these days the actors i think everyone just to say the right there's been a lot of i'm not gonna lie there's been a lot of crap out there for, mm. that's been written lately. mostly so I'm, i think that they did a good job my question for you on this is yeah what's been the i guess the effect of cobra kai with students now karate school again is, is that really what it's done it's just yeah, like kind of karate school again
1: it, it, um in the 80s and it was that was part of why there's a lot of karate places in the valley right like people saw some of it has to go all the way back to world war ii right like a lot of japanese japanese american citizens were located in california they opened karate schools there so a lot of it is that, but also people associated the valley with karate kids. So that's why it boomed in the 80s and early 90s. You have places like Red Dragon like that that were huge franchises then. Is
0: there a Cobra Kai in the valley? Is there is there a dojo, a Cobra Kai dojo in the valley?
1: Like named Cobra Kai yeah. or like Cobra Kai? Both, I guess.
0: <laughs> now I would I'm kind of curious. I would say Strike, that, first.
2: <laughs> strike first. Strike first. I would fast. say
1: that where I the, the dojo I came from, which is Rising Sun Karate, um, which is out there, and there's actually a couple here in Texas. Um it has a good mix of Cobra Kai in it. Oh, like wow! That, like okay. that
2: that kind of feel, the vibe, the like yeah. knuckles type uh, deal. Yeah,
1: like it was it it felt like like when I'm watching Cobra Kai, I always associate with Cobra Kai.
2: wow, okay. Miyagi
1: Do. I look at it, I'm like, what? What are they doing? Like, I get the philosophy part of it, but the um, sensitivity,
0: it, the Dojo. Deep...
1: <laughs> yeah, and and, and and what's good is I got a good dose of that later in my karate life, and it totally brought everything together. Like, we never learned how to block when someone threw a punch or a kick it was why yeah, why aren't before, you hitting them yeah because you wow. didn't you didn't it was offense. you didn't
0: strike first right so <laughs> it was, was literally that, that. like <laughs> but go, it comes down to like go a down. Full, <laughs> it, it
1: almost comes down to a, a strategy and philosophy like hit them a good uh, the best defense is a good offense that's what we were taught right wow. like, if you're hitting them you don't need a block um it and if you got hit you took it
0: you know you you bit down on the mouthpiece and that was it well you you mentioned that this is also booming now right so it's I had a, so. obviously a positive effect on it but has it put any unrealistic expectations for students that come into your dojos because of the show?
1: Not that I've like heard. Um, I mean, I don't. It may, maybe it's probably more of the, the parents who are watching, right? It, it's parent, especially I've noticed out here in the Heights where I am, it's a lot of younger parents. Mm. So it's parents in their late twenties, early thirties who probably watched Karate Kid. Maybe a lot of them have did Taekwondo or karate when they were kids. And now they have young kids. So, the young kids probably aren't watching Cobra Kai, I hope. I think. I don't yeah. know. It seems a violent, right? I mean, um, I little don't know. Yeah, <laughs> a little much. <laughs> yeah, a little much. Yeah, they're probably pretty. not watching it.
0: Um,
2: yeah, I, no judgment, parents. <laughs> like, no, you do you.
0: Yeah, if you have, you know, samurai swords and size and nunchucks just on your walls and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, d- I, d- I do. <laughs> I do. So, um, I and you're worried. Fun. And I like how he said, it, like, well, and you're worried about guns, right? <laughs>
1: like, oh, why? nunchucks are more illegal in California than guns. You, you, can't, really? you can't be walking down the street with nunchucks. You'll get arrested fascinating yeah you can't ship them you can't fly with them you can't. nunchucks for some reason this i don't is know
0: just two pieces of wood with this like know. chain that's not a talk nunchuck. about
1: talk about the power of movies though right they they saw movies in the 80s where people are beating bruce lee was beating people up with nunchucks and they go oh those are dangerous ninja turtles the ufc still has a rule to this day where you can't do what's called a 12 to 6 elbow meaning coming down and that's because when they were making the rule set they were watching karate guys like break you know ice and break bricks with their elbow going like that. They're like, that is too dangerous to put in our sport. It's no different than a a cross elbow or up elbow. But the power of movies and karate in movies can influence people. That's fascinating. Is
0: there anything coming up with your with your JoJo that you have or tournaments or things that you have any or or you know where if if we have any of our viewers or listeners that are wanting to sign up for classes, where can they do that?
1: Oh, they can they can call into any of our three locations. Um so we have a location in Heights in River Oaks. And Sienna. And we, we really like to reach out to those communities as much as possible. Like, we really try to be part of the community. Like, it used to be kind of like, we're a karate school. You come to us if you want this hard. But now we try to reach out more, which I think is cool. And maybe effective things like Cobra Kai, right? Like, more people are exposed to it. So we have lots of, you know, we do two lessons for everybody that are free. You know, that just come. they They learn some of the basics on the first one. We'll give them, you know, a little bit of homework on self-discipline. Like we'll want them to go home and make their bed or brush their teeth without their parents asking them to. And then they come back, they, you know, they'll test for their white belt on that second one. So we really try to like get them integrated before they even have to jump into a class. Instead of just throwing them into a class, we like to bring people in, teach them a little bit, you know, get them kind of on that right track and then put them into class if they like it.
0: Is so, it open, sorry, is there open enrollment? Yeah, like
1: yeah. just kind of on roll. Yeah, okay. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
2: So we talked a lot about youths. What about adults? Are there adult classes at the premier martial arts locations? Or yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. We, um, you know, every uh, at, it depends on our different locations. Um, like we have an adult class twice a week. Some of them have it like four times a week. Um,
0: no, no age restrictions. No. Okay.
1: No. Um. The the only thing like especially we've noticed this at our dojo is we have a lot of teens, and. Sometimes the adults don't want to train with the teens, which I get. Um, they're younger, they're faster, and also you can't be as much of an adult with them in the room. So we haven't had as, as many adults, actually. So that's one thing I'd like to expand going forward is just getting more adults into the program. But that's, that's
0: a difficult balance uh, to do, especially this day and age with you know the way that younger teens are and especially how careful you have to be with, you know, having adults and teens. It, it, it is it, difficult. Absolutely. Yeah, I
2: spent some time in my life doing uh, CrossFit, and when I was yep. doing that, they had a similar problem where a lot of adults would get kind of put off by the younger, seriously aggressive teens and early 20-year-olds that were in there, kind of, you know, flipping 400-pound tires like they're nothing and yeah. shirts off. And the I, I'm thinking their like 16, going,
0: 17-year-olds. Like, you know, that's... I, I would be more comfortable with someone in their 20s, maybe... I shouldn't say more. I'd be more comfortable but than someone with their 15, 16, 17. Yeah, yeah, You know, I But I, I can still see the adults that don't feel like they want to do classes like that. So that's going to be an interesting balance and challenge for you guys, I feel.
1: Yeah, my previous, previous experience in like the dojo I worked in growing up in, like a lot, if not most of the parents, well, I guess I just gave it away. A lot of the adults that were in the adult class were parents of kids. So, you know, they see it benefiting their kid or they want to do it. And then they join. So oh, that's nice. I assume that, you know, we've only been open for like two and a half years. I assume that will kind of trickle in at some point. But a lot of them don't want to train with teens. So it might be something I've, I've thought about maybe doing more of like a um, like an 8 a.m. or a 9 a.m. class. That's like a kickboxing slash fitness for adults class. Something where, you know, the kids are at school. They drop them off. Because we have a Pilates place right next door. And they're killing it. Like, parents are coming so
0: my wife does she has she has a Ploty studio
1: they're killing it so i have come more to realize maybe they don't want to do the eight o'clock at night like class you know they probably have kids at home right um they don't that they have to leave there so i'm thinking maybe go morning maybe more for adults
0: all right well if for all of you that if you're interested or want to find out more information we are going to have all the links in the episode description so you can click that, click down there it said clink clink click Click, click, clickety-click. I've had a mouthful click. a few times
2: on this episode as well. No problems Sam. there. But I, <laughs> I, I, I'm I, actually super, super happy to, uh, to know you, Nick, and, and to hear your story. So, so tell me this. So when you have the parents you're talking about, let's say, that did martial arts when they're younger and they want their kids to be involved, they want them to have the discipline and the pride that comes with it and all that stuff that we hear about in Cobra Kai when they're out trying to recruit and like Daniel and Johnny Lawrence trying to get kids involved... What about the kids that are there because their parents are making them go and they don't really want to be there? Do they last very long or do you have a strategy that you try to get them on board and in, in, in tune with the rest of the class?
0: Yeah. I mean, my... Call my them dance mom. I don't know if there's a phrase for karate. We call them karate mars- dads. Karate dads? Yeah. Is it mo- oh, it's I, is it mostly dads? That no, that? no. It's moms. Oh, so you just say everyone is a karate dad? Yeah. Okay. It's interesting phrase. I like that. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah interesting I don't know where it came from.
1: It may have come from... Uh, at least when I was a student, we like all the dads used to be very heavy into it, and they would they were outside like betting on us, like while we were fighting and stuff.
2: That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Um, some of the so I think it just came from our dads personally, but
0: <laughs> you ever bet. A, have you ever bet on your daughter? <laughs> I'm thinking about it.
1: <laughs> um, but my attitude is great. Um, it, like i'm I, I really like statistics. I didn't I wasn't great at math, but i I really like looking at statistics. and I think if statistically, if you looked at it, there's a certain personality type that gets into martial arts. They aren't doing group sports for whatever reason that is, maybe not athletic or they couldn't kind of hang in a group atmosphere. They have trouble at home. Um, a lot of the parents that come in are maybe single parents looking for a male role model. Um, I think just st- statistically, we probably get more of those kids that like. Th- it's great when a kid's like, "I watch Cobra Kai, I love Ninja Turtles, I love Power Rangers." That's easy. I can do that all day long. I just have to show them a kick, and they're like, "Oh, that's great. That's easy work." I, <laughs> I, I want to do that. I yeah. think
0: Green Ranger did that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's
1: my that's my sensei. Uh, oh, Tommy. Yep. Oh, okay. Jason David Frank, mm. um, just recently passed away. I
0: know. I was I was about to say, rest yeah. in peace, man. Yeah.
1: I was just at his funeral. Um,
0: well, I'm sorry to hear that.
1: Yeah, Rising Sun Karate. I mean, he has it out here, that's where I come from. Um, but I would say the majority of my job is to get those kids on board. And luckily, like, uh, I have the parent support, right? They brought them there, they brought them to me because they want to see a change in that kid that they don't have a plan for. They don't, they, it's a kind of um, sometimes it's a last resort, like. We can't get him, maybe it's school, maybe it's at home.
2: Right, like the army is coming next if it doesn't work out in Martial PMA, arts, right? martial
1: means military. I mean, it's basically as close as you can get for a kid. Um, So, like, I, I just want that kid to, I, I want them to see progress in themselves. Like, sometimes it's hard, especially for a kid who don't have that permanence. Like, they don't know what they were like a week ago or a year ago. They can't fathom five years from now. They look at me, they think I'm 80 years old, right? They've, they tell me that. Um, so sometimes just being like, hey, six months ago, you couldn't stand on one leg. Or six months ago, you were fighting with your parents all the time, like, just to show them that they are progressing. And, all, and what I tell all kids, because some people, some especially parents, will get into this, like, my kid's a brown belt. How is this other kid a brown belt? They're not as good. We're all on a different journey to black belt. Like, in the end, belts don't matter, at least to me it's kind of a very western concept the whole belt thing yellow orange that came later um we're all just trying to improve ourselves. so you know your black belt is going to be different than my black belt it's just about progressing towards something just being better and i tell these kids like if you can do something if you can stick with something even if you don't want to do it all the time i'm sure there's times you have to go to work and you have to go to work you don't want to go
0: Oh, uh, yeah, all the time. You
1: know what I mean? Like as an a, as an adult, <laughs> maybe occasionally. <I> just, <laughs> as an adult, we have to do things we don't want to do. Like I in, in the end I know 90% of these kids are not going to do karate lifetime like I did. Like I want them to be functioning adults. Like I want them to be able to make it in the world where they have to do things they don't like. They everyone's all about motivation. Motivation is something you feel for a couple minutes and if you if I don't feel motivation, am I not going to go to work? Am I not going to go to the gym? Like, yeah, sometimes you're not going to want to come to karate.
0: Well, one thing I, I I can speak from experience with this on both sides of the of the coin um, that I've noticed from talking with you, um, which we do appreciate your time. Indeed, uh, is that you do love what you do. And, Absolutely, and it and you can and I I'm not I haven't even taken your class and hearing you talk about it, I can tell because it's how I work and how I when I teach in theater or work in theater and even swim, I geek out more than my my students and kids. And when they, they, they can see that, it's not a front. Uh, and I think that also goes in the fact that, like you said, they can get something out of it. It doesn't have to be, you, you know, it's like when I teach theater, I was like, I know most of these kids are not going to go on to try to be actors in life or professional swimmers or things like that. Right. But But like you said, if they can get something out of it, and I think the only way... I shouldn't say the only way, but I think a very high. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I think a very good way that that happens is by the instructors loving what they do and just as excited because it does. It'll, as you mentioned, motivate them in different areas which you may not even realize, and so I, I can see that with you, and I, I can understand that, so I, I can appreciate your style and, and your. Uh, love for what you do i
1: like to be open with them to an extent like i uh, i've i've had teachers before that are very i am the sensei don't ask me don't ask me my name don't ask me my favorite color don't like you listen i say yes sir okay i try to be a little bit more open with them and let them know i was not perfect like a lot of things did not work out for me
0: um well it's a a way like you talked about earlier uh, marrying that old age with the new age type of thing right i mean yeah Kids, uh, the attention span is it's a it's it seems a little different, and we've talked about that before on the show. <laughs> exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly, right. I mean, it used it's to zero. have to be forced to to have like a really like good attention span, or at for, least get really sure. good at lying about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly, right. But yeah. but I think it is. It's a little bit of marrying the the old style and the new style, not just just flipping from one to the next. I want them to know
1: it benefited me. Like it it did stuff for me. Yeah, I ended up as a karate instructor, but at m- many different times in my life it was going to go different ways and it would have helped me there too like my sister was a black belt with me too she just you know graduated from medical school and like she wrote her
0: whole all of her essays to like medical schools were about that like you guys don't throw down at christmas time do you we used to <laughs> who 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 uses uh, what's the tally i mean you stop keeping score
2: <laughs> he's w- he's wondering how bad the fight's going to be if he says the wrong thing
0: this coming
1: i'm gonna, put, coming it, Christmas. I'm gonna put it this way my sister was a it is was a dancer like dance team like that was her other thing and maybe it's something about dance that teaches you how to use her hips or something she i've never been hit with a harder left hook than her she has the hardest left hook I've ever been. It rattled me. <laughs> that's a big thing to say. I don't know just how, fish, how fast she could turn her hips or well, something, but she could. There you go, sisters out there. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, she can throw down with that. Or all you dancers. Yeah, I should
0: yeah. I should applaud that because my wife's a dancer. Yeah, but watch out for her left yeah, hook.
1: Yeah, she... I might have won a couple because I was bigger and older, but, but like. Uh, you know all things being even could throw down
2: yeah we we don't need to tempt my wife to <laughs> throw a left hook at me <laughs> do, do you now, now that you're a a, a full on sensei and you got the responsibility of so many students yeah. and you're running a whole dojo do you have the opportunity to compete anymore
1: i probably could but maybe it's just a personal thing like if i want if i if i was going to compete like i'd want to put all my time into doing that like i want to do it well Maybe I could probably I might be able to be successful doing it on the little time I have off work practicing for it. But I'd want to give it all my all to whatever I'm doing. Like, that's pretty big for me. Like, I want to make sure I'm doing it the right way and not just like half assing it. So I really luckily I made the switch to just putting it all into coaching. Like I get just as happy now, like watching my students compete and win than me doing it. So I've really just poured myself into that
0: well we cannot thank you enough for your time uh but i i want to flip it you want to flip it a little bit on us yeah yeah i have a couple questions
1: i think it's like 10 i don't want to take out my phone but i'm gonna really quickly okay 10 questions 10 questions 10 questions i feel like 10 is a good a good number
2: we're in the hot seat now no
1: okay so this is just coming from naive california brain all right here we go where do you get the best hamburgers in houston
2: that is a very, very difficult question to answer. There's no one answer. Is it
1: Whataburger or what are we talking here?
0: Well, um Uh oh. I, I it's really kinda to each his own. Um what the, the gross what's was what's the grocer's the grocery store one? The uh um,
2: Langford's Langford's is yeah, pretty good. Langford's is-
0: Langford's is a is a pretty good big staple here in Houston.
2: Yeah, I I I would start with Langford's and work from there. That's, what about fast food?
1: Like Fast food if, hamburgers.
2: Uh, well, we, we, we
0: did an episode. You can go back, and for those of you that are interested, we actually did an episode uh, on fast food oh. burgers, and you can go check that out. Go I to YouTube or whatever. Um, so I don't I don't necessarily want to give that away, but maybe
2: I'm going to go Bex Prime for your answer. So it's in like n out. In and out. Oh, it's not in n out. In and out. The only in and out in Texas California, is in come Dallas. Now. Come they now. they, they, do, they
0: do have two in n
2: outs in Dallas. Yeah, I'm going to go Bex Prime for my answer on this.
1: Okay bless uh, best places to go like at night like let's say i teach karate and i get off pretty late where am i going
0: it really that is going to depend on what you like to do you know if if you're a club person you're asking the wrong person for me personally what if i'm not if if you're like if you like live music like what live bands live music you know it depends where where you want to go if you like bars that it's it's really kind of there's so much in houston what what's your What's your go-to, like, activity? And yeah, I, I could probably narrow that down if you told me that.
1: Probably not clubbing, but, like, okay. I, like since I don't know anybody in the state, really, like, I'd like to meet people. Okay, so social scenes. Uh, Live music seems to me like I'm not going to be able to talk as much. Like, I'd like to meet people, but maybe.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's there's a plethora of, like, happy hour events, like, in all different types of things. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Like Heights Beer Garden is kind of a cool place to go. Yeah, I think think
2: from where you are with PMA Heights, and we'll put that location up in our episode description for you all to check out. I think that the Heights Beer Garden is a great spot. Uh, Johnny Goldbrick is a great spot to meet people. You could also, for live music that also has an area where you can kind of get away from the music to chat, Mm -hmm. there's a place called the Heights Theater right near you. They've got great shows, and they've got a front area where you can mingle and meet people.
1: What is the the, philo- the I guess this is a big question, but what's the philosophy of dri- on driving out here? <laughs> Jeez. It seems like a f- to me, it's everyone says California drivers are crazy, but to me it seems like in California He's we're saying, we're efficient because we know that if we go too fast or something and we hit something, we're gonna be five hours late. In here it everyone's says I aggressive. moved here, it seems like a free for all.
0: Everyone's very aggressive here. So do you
1: have to be aggressive?
0: Is that you just it's, gotta it's lean not into it? It's not New York aggressive okay in my yeah. opinion it's not new york but if, if there's like you, people don't use blinkers no y- you know they <laughs> like speed limits are more like guidelines yeah we, we, we have <laughs> a know? small we have a
2: small problem with stoplights seeming optional in this town as well so i think you i had a little an uber bit driver recently
1: that. who said oh in texas we can turn left on
0: a red yeah, road rage is, is also they, a serious really? thing so, here
2: too so, Technically, if it's two one-way streets, you can turn left on red. It so, if each, yeah, then no. Your Uber <laughs> yeah. driver was a little bit, yeah. a little bit taking a liberty there. Yeah. So the philosophy, doesn't take much to
0: get a license in Texas, even though it's funny enough that I'm talking about renewing mine. Yeah. I wanted <laughs> to say something about that. You guys
1: were making fun of the DPS compared to the California DMV. I just recently got my Texas license. Uh, the DPS is awesome.
2: That's terrifying.
0: <laughs> I was in there. For What's terrifying is you the adjective awesome. <laughs> I was in there
1: for fifteen minutes. It was. Great. Everyone well, was nice. I got to sit down. There was no screaming hope. babies. That gives me hope.
0: Oh, yeah, my I got God. To, it was I got awesome. To, I got to, I got to
2: because get the, the link to the DPS that you went to, because yeah, mine had not yeah, yeah. quite Let it. Let me just tell
0: you this. The first time I went... I wanted to go back. I, oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> wow. That's, I wanted that's to that's just schedule meet people. an appointment. Oh, my That answers word. your question, right? You people Oh, my gosh. Okay, so... Hang on.
2: Driving. Driving. I've got two thoughts. Driving, though. No, no.
0: Driving, though. Real quick. My thought on DPS. When I was 15, you mentioned a crying baby. Yeah. I was getting my permit. Oh, my God. It was. We waited for two hours, and there was like four crying babies. I'm leaving. Yeah. Like, I mean, that was my fir- that was my first ever it. experience, and that should have been a, a precursor to what it's going to be like driving on the road yeah. in Houston. I wouldn't <laughs> wait for
2: Jesus for four hours. So, man, you're, you have way more patience than I do. Yeah, but I would have been out of there. So, so driving in Houston, there are two things that I always didn't try to choice. keep in mind. I didn't have, didn't have a car. Right? One, when it rains, despite the fact that it rains oh, here a lot. Everyone forgets how to drive in Houston. Oh I don't God. know what the deal is. It's like everyone just loses their damn minds. Well, that and
0: ice. Yeah, the ice. That's how it. I came in.
2: Ice. I just. Yeah. Yeah. Two, the speed limit on I ten, no matter what is posted, is seventy five miles okay. an hour to eighty. Yeah. yeah, they completely ignore speed limit signs on okay. Interstate ten. They just don't have any meaning whatsoever. I don't see a lot
1: of police like in California. Like you're always like in 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 California twice a year, you're getting any a speeding ticket. Like they're everywhere. They're always setting traps. I haven't noticed that out here.
2: Well, you know,
0: it was very interesting. In uh, I was in France recently, and and I was we rented a car and drove everywhere. They have radar. Sections like these big like machines or whatever the on mail yeah yeah literally just mailing right. you a ticket like for your deal and they but they also they're not like hidden they tell you there's a radar section coming kinda, up or whatever creepy. but it, it is kinda a little creepy. creepy but but I mean all right it so does it does help I'm I'm just saying that because I have heard better from, than
1: having to have police people over and yeah, interactions with police. Exactly. That's keeps okay. the road clear. First,
2: all them. right. So so all of our Houston listeners, you'll appreciate this one. So here's the deal. Speed traps in Houston. 610 West Loop at I-10. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the TC right Jester Boulevard bridge that goes over the railroad yeah, tracks. The, yeah, that's where I go for boxing. Right? Okay. Yes. Yeah,
0: it's, it's like the one that the when you get up yeah. over at the bottom, there's a little median right there, and yep. they tend to They'll sit there. They'll get you there. Yeah, and okay. then uh, San Bikes, Felipe by they the railroad tracks. Okay.
2: Those are the three you got to watch out for. Other than that, that's
1: valuable information. You you're see. good, bud. Okay, so this next question is kind of a follow up. It's a really quick one. Where do you get your car fixed when you hit the potholes? <laughs> mean, I've had my car last Wednesday? time, actually, than I've had it. Actually, it's I, I, I can fixed. recommend
0: a good place, and I don't ha- I don't mind giving them a shout out. Yeah. Uh, Memorial Car Care, which is right, if you're, it's right off of six ten and Memorial. It, it's like a little gas station, but it's right next door. Really, really nice. They quote you a very good price. Um, The guys are, they're fantastic. My wife and I typically go there all the time. And, you know, I've actually... Well, I mean, if we that's ever worrying. if we ever have to, you yeah. know, because you're in Houston, you have to you have nails in your tires all the time. Do you have
2: a frequent customer card that you get points for?
0: now I have a Good Year credit card with them now. There you,
2: you, go. Know, you know, a free wheel bearing <laughs> for every ten visits.
0: But, but I mean, like if they do a job on on your car, they'll you know, or they replace a tire and they'll and they can patch it the next like something happens, they'll patch it yeah, for free or something like that. I you know, a of those. and Philip works on cars a lot, and I've actually said, oh, this is what they quoted me. He's like, that's pretty fair. So I, I recommend them. Um, there's a couple. I'm sure you can find a guy. And there's so many places everywhere. But if you're like kind of in this area, I recommend them.
1: Okay, you've answered a few of these questions, so I'm skipping down near the end. How do you deal with the heat? You don't. You don't. You just live on it. You it's just, like Mars, to absolutely, be honest. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I'm on Mars sometimes. I mean, you get It's like you extra gravity. Get used to it, do
0: I get you? you? Yeah, I think you. I think so my, you do. So Michael,
1: my program director, who I'm with every day, he's from here. He's from Cyprus, and I asked him, you know, how do you get used to the heat? And he's like, I, I never
0: have. I, mo, a lot of people you're going to hear that from, but I think most of them do get used to it. And and, and my quick story for this, uh, two little references. My brother moved from Seattle oh. to Austin, okay. and he has two little girls. Or well, now he has like five kids. But at the time, he had two girls. Um, and well, sure. Nick, way to go, man. Good job. <laughs> Way to go, Tiger. Um, Wow. But his girls were used to living in Seattle, where, you know, and they came down to Austin and they were running around and their like faces were like flush and all this other stuff, you know, another time. And so they were like, they weren't used to this. Now you don't really see that problem with them, even though we all say, oh, you never get used to it. You really kind of do. And I was in Florida at Disney World a year ago or something, and, you know, there were people from Jersey or wherever from up north that were down and it was hot. It was August. It is hot in Florida, right? And we're we're hot. It's not like we're sitting there going, Oh, this feels great, you know? Well, hello fall, you know, but We weren't flush and like, yeah, the humidity is in California.
1: It'll be 105, but here 90 feels like 105. Exactly.
0: And you just see all these people just like melting, and and we're like, what's wrong with them?
2: You know, so I'll say this about it I I don't think you really ever do get used to it, you just sort of learn to deal with it a little better. Uh,
0: Maybe that's a fair way to put it, but a better way to say it.
2: But being from New England, I will say that your blood does thin out fast down here.
1: I've been here three years. How much longer? You know,
0: it's... <laughs> it's, it's like How, much, time, yeah, how lo- much longer do I got?
2: <laughs> all I can say is that I can't tolerate the cold at all now. Really? Oh, yeah. It's uh, I used to have no problem with it. After 10, 15 years here, forget it.
0: I mean, we have AC. We have AC everywhere. My
2: AC bill is high.
0: So... Hi.
2: Yeah. Okay, next question is,
1: what do you do in a hurricane? I know what to do in an um, earthquake.
0: Well, for, first of all, you, you need to have a hurricane prep kit. What does that consist of,
1: like, briefly? Ba-
0: ba- batteries, uh, flashlights, uh, maybe a little radio, um, some sort of little grill or something. Like I, I do, I have like a mini grill that you can have. Are char- you getting a generator? Well, I, if you're in a house, generator, I don't have, like, uh, we have an apartment, so we're not okay. in a generator. We don't need a generator. Um, they, sh- they have generators. Toilet our, paper? Yeah. Toilet. <laughs> oh, <I thought> to- <laughs> no, no, that's, that's a serious thing. Like toilet paper. Um, Bottles of water, like, you know, bottles and cases of water, one for and filling things up. Um, But, you know, like uh, lighter fluid and like charcoal and stuff to cook things. If if that, you know, those are always a good thing. Now, what if it
1: actually starts flooding? Now, I know my uh, Michael again told me, hey, you live in the heights. That means it's higher up. Well, that's why they said called you're the, going to be fine. That's
0: why it was called the Heights. It, is that true? It's, was it was the highest elevation better. point in Houston. Oh, okay. That's why it's called the Heights.
1: But let's say the water's coming up. I live in an apartment. Am I getting on the roof? What are we doing?
2: No. Uh, don't. I don't think that you're going to be in a situation where you ever need to worry to that degree. Okay, um, I think it's more like just get your electronics off the floor, get your valuables off the floor. Your water is yeah. probably going to be, if it comes in you know inch less than an inch something like that you're probably going to be okay in the heights all right we're not worrying about it no I
0: I wouldn't worry too much about that and
2: and this is this is my advice for everybody listening everybody watching regarding this kind of stuff if you're in a major city and you need to stock up on toilet paper and water don't forget CVS Walgreens and your local liquor stores they are great um, resources when the grocery stores are getting run on really really hard but I. Would advise that you do have the kit uh, around it's, just in case.
0: You can get a hurricane prep kit, like, already ready to go if you want it. You know, I, I really do recommend that because you're going to need batteries. You're going to need yeah. drinking water I and things all that like that. When I moved here.
2: There's almost no reason to leave where you are for a hurricane. But I will say that there have been uh, moments since I've moved to Houston where people have had prolonged power outages. Two mm. weeks, three weeks without power after major storms. That's what we have to be more prepared for than anything else.
1: Um, what's the plan if Texas actually secedes from the union? Do we have to... We're is good. there an army? Is there a militia? Do we have to do something?
2: That nah, we're, we're good. Well, w- with your skill set, you may be in high demand, Sensei Nick. Point so. Karate? I don't think so. I, I, I,
0: <laughs> I, You know, it's a running joke that, that Texas can survive it on its own. We got the Gulf. We got oil. You know, we when have our any- own... I mean, it's just we we provide a lot more the the cotton production up in west texas is some of the most uh, the i think the most production of cotton comes from texas and that area uh, for the rest yeah. of the country so i mean we 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 can we honestly could be our own little country if we really needed it now that won't ever happen you're never going to have to worry about that but rest assured you talked about you haven't seen any guns if that happens oh they're coming out yeah. I'm sure there's neighbors that are going to be
2: I, uh,
1: <laughs> locked and loaded at that point neighbor, Houston will really come together yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: I've, I've had many militia I've had many an argument over this with a few proud Texans and I they've they always just insisted that Texas can secede it's actually not true I did look up the legality of this Texas has never had the right to secede from the no. union. No. So, no. no, it's mistake. a running
0: joke, and it's most very, like you said, very prideful. I don't Texans. think they care
1: if they legally
0: have the right. So. <laughs> I think they just would do it. I think that's the idea. Yeah. It's very possible. <laughs> they would just be like, I don't, we think, don't care. I don't think there's enough. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll just say that those are the purest. Yeah. The, the, the purest.
1: They don't Texans, want me here anymore. You
2: know yeah. What yeah. I try mean? try a mask mandate one more time. We'll <laughs> see how that goes. Exactly.
1: That? Last question: um, Are we all on the Houston Texans bandwagon? Are we done with the Cowboys? We don't care, and we're going Texans. Well, first of all... CJ Stroud looks like the guy.
0: I don't know, man. I've always been the city that I'm in. I support that team. Uh, I've never been a hard... I was a bigger Oilers fan, I think, than I have been the Texans, but I always root for the Texans. I really like it. I've never jumped to the Cowboys ever in my life. I respect the heck out of what Emmitt Smith and Troy Eggman and all them did in the 90s, right? Sure. But I I just... I was
1: very surprised... uh, What do you guys call it out here? Um, Academy. You guys have academy yeah oh yeah i i went into academy and a lot of cowboy stuff so I was just surprised. It didn't seem like when I moved here, at least a couple of years ago, it didn't seem like the whole well, city was on to them, the Texans yet. The
0: Texans have also been terrible, try. Terrible lately. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> the, you know they have been terrible. But I, I but they will just—they do look good. Yeah. And, and CJ Stroud is the real—he's he's the, the real guy. deal. Yeah. He's the so real like, deal. I, I want to get on the bandwagon. I'm ready. Yeah. I don't want doing Dallas. No one's gonna deny you that if you're asking. Yeah. If you're gonna like be like, oh, you're a you're a new no. I just don't want everyone to flip on me all of a sudden. No, I think I think we're all
2: in the Texans train at this point. But I will say that yet, you know, to the point of themselves pretty bad for a while there's no place to go but up at this point so
0: and, and, and you'll find that about houston uh like sports fanatics and people in the city here they live and die with these teams you know mm-hmm. same thing like dallas they live into i mean cowboy fans live and die with that team they have not made a, a playoff or they have not made a super bowl or championship series in 30 years oh yeah you know but and but they're still like the diehard year, like like year. every year Yep. Super Bowl bound, like for having you yeah. started, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. but it's yeah. also the most profitable franchise in the Absolutely. NFL, so in the world. I, I think the Cowboys it,
1: it, is the uh, the biggest. Is it? Uh, yeah, it's, I think it's over it's the Yankees in, and insane. maybe like Real Madrid or something.
0: It's in, it's insane like how profitable their their brand is. Great. I mean, I think, <laughs> I
1: think Jerry Jones bought it for like seven hundred grand or something. Yeah it, <laughs> it was, yeah, it
0: was. it's insane how much. It's what is it like a couple billion? Like I think it's four or five billion. Yeah. So I mean. <laughs> Good on them, and they haven't and they haven't won a Super Bowl in 30 years. Hey, good on them, but I'm <laughs> need to.
2: Team Texans all the way. Yeah, that's I'm what in. we're doing. i mean yeah, yeah.
0: Sweet, as long as you're Team Astros, I got no beef. I, but, I think the but, the, but the, the parents Astros of, have been winning for for a long time now. So the, the uh, parents of my better jump on that bandwagon. The, the
1: parents of my students usually know. Like I I joke a lot during class. I like to make some jokes, and they like me. I think most of them like me. But I've brought up the Dodgers a couple times. Like, can't wait to see the Dodgers beat the Astros in the World Series and.
2: You get some looks, huh? I've
1: gotten booed in my own class. Well, I've that, gotten booed, but that's
2: dangerous. Booing a fourth, three black belt—that's not that's a dangerous thing. In
0: all fairness, boo me. in all fairness, Astro fans have been getting booed for a long time ever since well, back cheated. in 2017. But let me just say this: because this is a this is a this is a big rabbit hole. We can—I'm uh, not gonna—I'm gonna try to pull myself <laughs> yeah, out real quick. Okay. But. Houston was not the only team no, of course. stealing signs. You're not cheating. You're not trying. So <laughs> so I just want to put that out there. I'm not condoning what they did as, as something a World that series. that was wrong. But what everyone kept saying, and this is where, at this point, science I have an stealing. issue with it. I'm like, now you're talking about six years ago, and yet we've been to seven championship series, and we're still winning, right? And I'm like, at this point, I'm like, okay, come on now. You know, I mean we look at the the Patriots in football with everything. They were still winning yeah,
2: even I don't after think, all I don't the, think they cheated either. But so. just,
0: just so I'm saying, so I am not condoning what that what happened, but at the same time my piece is that the Astros were n- made the example out of, they were not the only ones doing it. So that's that's kind of my enough. thing. That, Fair that that's my that's my take we on can that. can agree on
2: that. So well, listen, Sensei Nick, thank you so, so much for coming on the show. And thank, thank you. you for what you do. We like to have yeah. people on the show that contribute to the community, and I think that you are genuinely doing that. I really, really appreciate it. I do have a question before you go. We like to ask our guests for a piece of neighborly advice. Okay. What would your neighborly advice be to anybody listening or watching this on YouTube?
1: I, I, I read a quote earlier in the week, and it said, like, I love my neighbor so much that I think I'm going to get soundproofing. Because they're so loud. And I think Fair enough. Now n- that's that's kind of my my funny answer. But um I think this we, we in our in our program when we're teaching karate, like our, our students going for black belt, they have to earn six patches. And some of them are like a hundred random acts of kindness. Like they have to do that. Um they have to do like there's a charity patch, there's an academics patch. Like I I think that there's something we could all do like personally, like I like there are some people out there that want to like change the world. I think that's great and change their community. I, I would like to see a lot more people maybe take just more personal responsibility. Like do what you can do. Like the small, like how you do some things is how you're gonna do everything, right? Like I see a lot of people maybe they they don't park in the lines or they don't put their basket back. Just like the the as much as you can personally and take ownership of, like the idea that all my students you know, if I have a hundred students, I'll do a hundred random acts of kindness. I think it makes the community better. Just one person at a time. So personal responsibility.
2: That's really, really good advice. And I think that actually is very Miyagi-Do. So maybe you did take a little bit uh, in the latter half of the career. Definitely. I
1: I think like in martial arts and in Japanese culture, they have yin and yang, right? Like you have to have equal and opposite parts of both sides. Like you have to have the aggressive cobra kai you have to have the defensive miyagi um i think both work together
0: yeah well would you be the uh, the ying or the yang or the cobra kai or the the what
2: you know after seeing cobra kai and, and i just i'm enamored with the whole johnny lawrence character i think it's great the writing is fantastic for him so, so i'm gonna go cobra kai because it's just, it's badass go writers for cobra
0: kai uh, of course job. of course you would go with cobra kai course you would, man. Strike Ah. first, strike
2: fast. No Strike first, strike
0: fast. Uh, But anyway, we want to thank you guys for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We drop episodes every Friday. Absolutely.
2: We'll catch you guys later. Peace! Out.